Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. This special episode is part one of a two-part series called Inner Guide. And Inner Guide is all about uncovering your intuition and really learning what is intuition. How do I rely on it? How do I differentiate intuition from the ego or regular thoughts? What is blocking my intuition and how to get into something that I call intuitive superflow? In this two-part series, you're going to learn so much about your intuition. And if you're ready to take your gifts 10 steps further and really activate that ability within you, no matter what level of intuition you are currently at, I invite you to join me for Awakened Intuition, which is my five-week intuitive development and third eye activation program. So this is a group program that this is the fifth time I have run this program. And this time I've added an extra week all about that third eye activation, increasing your intuitive abilities, your psychic abilities, your mediumship abilities, and how to really amplify this gift to the next level. So I invite you to join me if you are being called to develop your intuition. It is because your inner being is calling you for more guidance, for more knowing yourself on deeper levels of really activating your gifts and being able to navigate life with your inner guide. So I really hope that you enjoy this two-part free series. If you want to officially register, of course, you can listen to the trainings here. But if you do officially register, you will get a workbook for each of the days, as well as a special link for a discount code for Awakened Intuition if you want to join the program. So you can look below to officially register to grab your workbook and your special link. And there's also a free gift meditation about connecting to the wisdom of the universe that I wanted to pass on as a thank you for being part of this very special event. So I know you're going to love it. I'm so excited. This event was recorded live on Instagram, so it has a very live feel. If you hear me talking to random people, that is what it is. I know you're going to absolutely love it. And without further ado, let's dive into day one of Inner Guide. Hello. Hello, hello. Day one, Inner Guide. What is up, y'alls? Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for joining me. I am so excited to be here. Hello, spiritual influencer Phoenix. Hello, everybody. So excited to be here for day one of Inner Guide, which is a two-part series on building your intuition, developing your intuition, activating the gifts that are within you. I am so, so, so excited to be here today. So hello, Jennifer. For anybody that has not officially registered, if you wish to, you will receive a workbook for today as well as a workbook tomorrow. And you also get, hey, you also get a special link for Awakened uh, Intuition, my five-week program. I'll get into that and all that good jazz. If you would like to join, you get a special discount for being part of this inner guide. Hello, Katie. Hey, Melissa, my love. Okay, welcome, everybody. I'm so excited. Let's dive into inner guide. Um, What this is, is a two-part live stream today and tomorrow, all about developing your intuition, which is one of of my most favorite things to talk about. If you have ever listened to the podcast, you know that intuition is a very important thing of what I, important part of what I do. I am very intuitive. 
I have one foot on, on both <laughs> in both worlds. Um, but it's also been a huge part of my healing and of the empowerment and realizing who I am and realizing my gifts and realizing my worthiness. Intuition has been a massive part of all of this because it is your inner guide and the best guide is inside. So today we're going to talk about a few things about what exactly is intuition, how you can rely on it. I'm also getting into intuition and the ego, um, and a few other things in the workbook. There's some beautiful prompts and some ways to take this deeper. If you wish to go through, it also, you know, outlines what we're talking about today. So the workbook, anyone who knows if you've ever had my workbooks, I feel like I have pretty awesome workbooks. There's probably going to be a typo, but they're beautiful to look at. So that's a good thing. Um, so really excited to be here with everybody. Um, if you don't know me just quickly, my name is Talia Joy. I'm super, super excited to be here. This is all what I teach manifestation, intuitive development, tuning into your soul's purpose. It's really about living that life of the something more, that life of, um, like I said, having one foot in both sides. Hello, hello, make up your power. I'm so glad you're here. And being able to co-create, being able to not just be in the 3D of the forcing and the moving forward and the achieving, which we want to do, but also having one foot in the spiritual side, in the soul side, in the intuition side. And in fact, most of my feet are in that side, but we need to use both, both parts of life, right? We are both, we are both physical matter and we are energy and we are a soul. And I deeply believe in this. Um, so I teach manifestation, I teach law of attraction, but because I'm here for the something more, it's one thing to just physically manipulate your experience and call in the money you want right now, but we get to do that. Don't worry. <laughs> but there's also something so magical in unlocking who you truly are, remembering who you truly are, your gifts, what you came here to do, who you came here to be, what your soul is whispering you to do and calling you for, for expansion, really tapping into that joy, that happiness, that love for yourself, for life. And from this point of living in that something more, we naturally attract all those things that we've been trying to attract all this time. We actually get to attract the abundance, the success, the love, the connection, the community, the purpose, the freedom. But that comes from a being because life isn't just what you're doing. It's who you are being, who you are being in relation to your goals, who you are being in life, who you're being with yourself. It's so deep. Hey, Melissa. So that is what I'm about. I teach manifestation, law of attraction, intuitive development, and learning how to tune into your soul and into your spirit team and your unique spiritual connection. Cause that's where so much of the change has happened with me. Believe me, I tried to force my experience into a box and sometimes still do, but I tried to force it for so long. If I weighed this much, I'll be happy. If I make this money, I'll be happy. If I have love or I have a kid or I have alone time or I have like, it was always, if I have something different, I'll be happy. And when I realized that it starts in here and then the law of attraction naturally attracts to you what you've been going for, instead of always trying to force my vibe and force how I feel and just feel good and just feel better and just flip this thought and just... I've found that the way to healing, the way to really actually expanding who you're being and expanding your vibe to attract more is to be more inside, to be more inside with yourself, tuning into more of who you truly are, loving yourself more. And 
intuition is a massive part of this. It's your inner guide. So we're going to dive into all of this stuff today. And so for anybody, I said this a few minutes ago, if anybody wants to make sure to get the workbooks, um, you can sign up. The link is in my Instagram bio or after this live stream, I'll put it down below. You can sign up for this, um, for this series and get the workbook and also get a special link. If anybody is interested in taking this work so much further and joining awakened intuition, which is a five week intuitive development and third eye activation program. Awakened intuition is like one of the original OGs, but I keep making it even better. And it's such a beautiful program. I've put, um, there's been quite a few students, I would say 50, 60 students that have gone through awakened intuition. It's made such an impact in so many people's lives. It's such a good program to learn your intuitive type and how to work with it and how to manifest with it. Learn about your vibrations. And in the, in the last week, we're getting into, um, third eye activation, psychic development, and everything to do with enhancing your gifts that you already have within you. It's amazing. You'd love a book. Yeah. So I'll put the link below after this, or if anyone else has it handy, but it's also in my Instagram bio and it says inner guide free series. You sign up there. It's obviously free. You get the workbook. Um, it'll come to your email. So that is there for you. And as I said, with awakened intuition, I am so excited. This is such a potent program. If you've been calling to develop your intuition and you think I could be your guide in this leg of your journey in this season with intuitive development, I welcome you to come over because, um, intuition has changed it all for me. I've talked about this on the podcast, but intuition was the piece that really helped me to heal from my eating disorder. That was the biggest time that it really came forward because I was lost in a world of diets and not feeling good enough and feeling like if I weighed a certain amount, I'd be worthy or if I ate this much or didn't eat this much or worked out this much or whatever. And I was literally dying. I was doing really harmful things to my body between drugs and alcohol and eating disorder. And when I had my rock bottom, it was like the dramatic laying on the floor, crying rock bottom. And I heard this voice come through so crisp and so clear. And you know what the voice said? It said, Jen, if you're here, you're going to laugh. It said, learn to love yourself and the rest will fall into place. And I heard this from makeup smeared, lying in the fetal position. And I just went, holy shit. If my decisions were made from love instead of from forcing and from diets and all this stuff, if my decisions were made from self-love do I believe that I would have a healthy body or do I think I'm going to balloon up to however many pounds? Or do I think that my body would be healthy and I'd be able to have this beautiful, healthy, fit resting place if I was coming from love? And it was so obvious to me. And then the second thought was like, what was that voice? Like what? And let me know anybody that's here live. Have you ever had your intuition come through and one of those, either a deep knowing or a voice that comes through or an image or something, maybe it was in a meditation, or maybe you're just like at the mall doing something normal and your intuition came through and hit you. Let me know if that's happened to you. And there's many different types. There's five main types of intuition, which I talk all about in awakened intuition. You'll discover your type and all of that if you join the program. Um, but there's a few different types. And so when I say I heard a voice, that's one of my types. So clear audience is hearing. I hear spirit. Katie, hello. I, me, my, your intuition has come through for me. 
Um, Hey, hey, Marcy. So that's just one way it comes through. I heard a voice. Yours could be a knowing. It could be a feeling. It could be something visual in your mind. There's, There's a few different ways in which intuition comes forward. And depending on your type, it could, like I say, it could be more of a feeling or a nudge, not so much a voice. It just depends. But think of a time your intuition came forward, and that's going to be part of the homework today. Because for me, it started going, it had me going from an eating disorder, drugs, alcohol, like really spiraling out of control into this place of what is my inner guide say to eat here. And I was shocked. My inner guide sometimes said, eat chocolate. (laughs) My inner guide sometimes was like, have dessert, have that fancy coffee or whatever. And sometimes my inner guide was like, we want a kale salad. We want a really healthy vegan roasted veggie, whatever. And I mean, it wasn't just this one, two, three, and I was healed. It took years of learning how to trust. And I'm going to get into this, my notes here of how to rely on your intuition is it comes down to a trusting in that inner guidance and building that trust muscle. And it took a while for me to lean in a little bit more, be a little bit more brave and lean in and see what happened and a little bit more brave and lean in. But I didn't have another option. The way I looked at it was I was not going to live long the way I was going. And so for me, it was an absolute rock bottom of there's got to be another way. I can't chase what somebody else says I should do, the diet somebody else says I should be on, how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do that. We're looking for all of these answers and we're looking for somebody to tell us what to eat and how to build the business and what exercise is right for us and what we're meant to do next and what's wrong with us and what the right thing to do in any circumstance. We're looking for somebody else to tell us what to do. And we latch on when somebody else has done something. We're like, okay, you did keto, I'm doing keto. Or, um, you know, you became, you sold a bunch of $99 eBooks or 99 cent eBooks, I'm going to sell a bunch of eBooks. Or you did really well with crypto, I'm going to do crypto. And any one of those could be your answer. But your inner guide is the one that's going to share that with you. Your inner guide is going to lead you. So in my recovery, I went from diets to intuitive eating. That was scary. And I was scared that intuitive eating would have me blow up and gain 100 pounds or something because I was like, what does that even mean? How do I rely on me to know what to eat? But I will tell you, it opened up the next decade of healing of being able to really break free from the suffocating thoughts about my body and my weight and my worthiness and getting away from drugs and getting away from alcohol. It was, it was not easy, but looking back, it was the fastest way versus continuing to force, continuing to manipulate, continuing to just try to diet more. It wasn't working for me. Nothing external has ever worked for me. I'm unique. You may feel this way as well is that things that work for everyone else doesn't work for you. Or it's got to feel right to you. And when it's your idea and it feels right and it clicks in, it's like you're unstoppable. But someone else being like, you know, you should really try this. It's like, unless it hits home, it's not necessarily meant for you. And people mean well, but they're not you. You have a guidance system within you. So let's dive into the actual content because I will go on tangents. But I am so, so grateful you're here. And if you don't know me, feel free to ask me any questions, say hi, 
I'm so excited. Um, so the first thing we're going to touch on today is what is intuition. Okay. And like with anything, I said this, even in today's podcast episode, if it doesn't resonate, you just take a breath and release it because I'm not here to tell you what spiritual connection to have. I'm not here to tell you how it goes and override your inner guide and how you think things go. I'm just here to explain and to share how life occurs to me in hopes that it resonates with some of you. It spawns other thoughts. It spawns your unique knowing of what is going on here because your unique knowing is what's going to carry you through. So intuition is the language of your soul. So your soul is part of the bigness of who you are. In the bigness of who you are is your soul and your energy field And then it's your human self, which is actually a very small part. It's the physical part. It's the heaviest part. That's not a body joke. (laughs) It's literally the part that is grounded down here in gravity. We have this meat suit. We have to obey the laws of the universe and of earth. Um, But the bigger part of you is a soul and is an energy field. So that soul is even more connected to the universe. It's, we are in the 3d experience as the human. Hey, Sarah. The soul is one step more or is source, but it's the part that's connected to you individually. So when your soul is speaking to you, it's speaking wisdom from the universe of what is right for you, what you signed up for, how this life experience could go for you, because it's not a fixed outcome, but we did come here to learn lessons to navigate, to go through shit. Am I right? Anyone here, you've been through a rough life, especially the beginning part of your life. You've probably gone through things that most people would go like, whoa, what? Right? And we signed up for this. It doesn't mean it's okay. It's never, I say this lightly because it was, it's never to excuse what has happened to you. And it's never like, I'm never the person to say, oh, you signed up for this. Just be cool with it. Because the other part we signed up for is a motherfucking dense healing journey. We signed up to heal. We signed up to learn. And we can't just have learnings handed to us on a silver platter. We came with the struggle initially so that we could start to break free. So as your soul is guiding you, your soul knows the higher outcome for you, knows the fullest expression of you in that life of freedom and abundance and health and um, bliss and joy and all of it. Your soul knows of what you really came here for in that full expansion in the things you're going to manifest, the life you're going to create. And that soul is whispering to you through your intuition, your inner guide. Yes, Marcy, so been through it. So it's the channel in which you receive guidance, help, support from the universe and from your soul. So the universe is out here as a whole with all its wisdom. Your soul is the part that's connected to your physical experience that goes like your soul signed up for growth and expansion. And, you know, you have soul families and karmic interactions. That's a soul level. And the soul is channeling direct guidance from the universe. And the human part is the part that's the most, it's not disconnected because we are always connected, but we are in this 3d experience that is an illusion and is like a matrix that takes us over. 
So we have to then remember of our soul that is channeling guidance through from the universe. And that's what your intuition is. Your inner guide is your higher being guiding you. It's the universe guiding you to your best step or next step or higher ground, the way through to healing and to the things that you've been calling out for. Because we have free will, but you have decided that you wanted certain things. You want to heal. You want to live with joy in your life. You want a partner. You want friends, community, maybe a business. Maybe you've got huge goals of like, you want to be on Oprah or I don't even know if she has a show anymore. Oprah's podcast, <laughs> or you want to have a million dollars, or you want to start a foundation that helps some beautiful cause. Those are all things you signed up for on a soul level and your intuition. Hey, Carly, your intuition is guiding you on behalf of your soul saying, yeah, read that book or go to Peru or this person is really going to be important in your life, or this job isn't working anymore, be brave and leap into your own business or whatever it is. Those intuitive nudges, everything from you should have a daily practice. You should meditate more. Not that your soul shoulds on you, but sometimes that's how it's perceived. Hello is like, you know, daily practice meditation. You're like, I know, I know, right? That's your intuition guiding you to higher ground and it's that human experience of healing enough that we care so deeply about how we feel that we will listen to the intuition and loving and honoring and respecting ourselves so much that we start wanting to be guided by this inner guidance. And that's what you're in. You're in an awakening. You're in this, you know, beautiful transition, same with me, from the physical of the shit that's happened and the stuff I am and I'm not and all these stuff, I, all these things I struggled with into this higher ground of, I want to be led by the universe. I want to fulfill on my soul's purpose. I want to be healthy and radiant and happy and heal my body. I want that. So then I start listening to my intuition because that is the, it's the path. It's the breadcrumbs. As I love to say, your intuition is dropping breadcrumbs, guiding you along to your best life. So we experience intuition differently. I just have notes here just to make sure I hit on everything. So we all experience intuition differently. And as I mentioned, there's five main types. And as I said, in, in awakened intuition, we're going to go into the types, learn your type, know how to work with your type, know how it manifests as far as how it feels, how it occurs to you so that you can really pinpoint it. But just think back, and this is part of your homework for today, is to think back to times when, you've, when you knew it was an intuitive nudge, even if it was just once, or maybe there was a few different times, and describe to yourself as if I was sitting here being like, what, it, what was it like, right? Describe to yourself what it was like. And then you might start hearing yourself say, it was a feeling. It was a really strong feeling. Like I didn't know why this person was going to be important or wasn't or our, this is the right job or we got to go to this on this trip and I don't know why. Was it a feeling? Was it a whisper? Was it a nudge? Was it a knowing? Was it something you heard? Something, a vision in your mind's eye? You were meditating and you saw yourself like on the beach and you're like, we need to go to Hawaii. Think about how it has happened in the past. And that is the clue to your intuitive type. But whatever it is, it's this thing deep down. 
And we find ourselves saying, I don't know why, but I just need to work with that person. Go to this random city like New Zealand. I, I, that's not a city, but I have to go to New Zealand at some point in my life. And same with Bali. I don't know why, but I have to, it's on a soul level. I have a thing for islands. It's a soul level. (laughs) Um, but just when we have those inner nudges and we go like, I don't know why, but I feel this, right? So it's the inner whisper. And the, the only part that we need to spend some time practicing is yes, trusting, but also deciphering and getting to learn that voice. Cause it becomes really clear. And to me now, my intuition is so clear. I not only trust it, I'm, I'm guided by it every single day from how expensive or what I charge for a program, the name of the program, the, every podcast episode is run through my intuition, what I wear in a day, anything. I am so in tune with my inner guide that we're like, one, but it definitely wasn't the case before. I had to learn how to decipher it, how to interpret it. It's not that hard. It's just learning what your type is and learning how it feels and then being able to call it. And part of your homework for today is as you go forward in the next few days, when you get a nudge, I want you to just stop and you're going to feel funny at first, but go like that was intuition. I think that was intuition. That was intuition. And then kind of take a minute and go, what what was that? How did I know? Like, I don't know. It was just a feeling. Okay, cool. And then going, thank you. Thank you for that intuitive nudge. I'm learning to pick up on it and I'm learning deeper to catch it and to be aware of it. No matter where you are, we can always practice deeper. So acknowledging it because what you focus on expands. So acknowledging it, giving gratitude to your spirit team. Hey, I see you. Thank you. Universe, soul, because sometimes it's your spirit team also nudging you in a certain way. They plant things in your mind. It sounds creepy, but it's actually very helpful. (laughs) Um, and so pinpointing it and picking up on it because this is you, um, being in tune with the guidance that is always flowing through you. So we need to learn how to interpret intuition because it's really important to decipher like a yes feeling from a no feeling, or like how I always would say, is it just fear? Is it a random thought or is it intuition? Right. And let me know if you've ever thought that before you can give me an emoji or something. How do I know if it's intuition? Cause what if it's fear? What if it's something else? What if it's just a regular ass thought? Like, how do I know it's intuition? That's why it's important to think back to a time when you knew you had to intuitively check something out. Could have even been this. Like, I don't know. It just felt right. I don't know. Cause I wanted to. Why? I don't know. It just felt right. Right. Could have been finding my podcast. Could have been taking yourself out on a solo date or when you met your partner or whatever. And it just felt right. That is your inner guide pulling you along. So intuition is your soul guiding you to the highest outcome. And all you need to do is realize that it's always moving through you. Always, 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 always. It's either you're plugged in and connected or you're not. So I believe that everybody has a gift of intuition. However, I really clearly see soul ages. And when you're a newer soul, You're just not on the same frequency as your intuition. So they have it built into them somewhere, but we all know people who aren't probably going to like have a spontaneous spiritual awakening in this experience or people that have no interest. If you're like, you want to go to a Marianne Williamson show? And they're like, no, right. And and we can't judge this because that's typically a newer soul. 
someone who is not interested in the stuff, someone they have no, it won't even come into their life. If someone dropped a book in front of them that said like building your psychic abilities, they would like use it maybe on the coffee table as a coaster, but probably not. It might even give them the willies. That's a newer soul. That's okay. But you're an older soul or you would not be here. You're an empath. You're a sensitive being. You're a light worker. You're awakening. You're developing your unique spiritual connection. All evidence. You are 100% an older soul. Intuition is a huge part of you. In fact, being an empath means you're naturally intuitive. Being highly sensitive means you pick up on vibrations and information that other people don't. That is exactly intuition. So you're already naturally intuitive. So realizing it's always flowing through you, it's just what you focus on expands and maybe you haven't been focusing on it very much, which is totally fine. We can only do so many things. (laughs) You've been doing a lot. You've been building yourself. You've been self-developing. You've been maybe raising children or building careers or living life and adventuring, whatever you've been doing. It's okay. We go through seasons. And if you haven't been paying close attention to your intuition or developing it so far, there's a reason you're called to right now. There's a reason you're here. So no matter where you are, whether you already live in sync with it all the time or not, um, when we're called, that's when we're called to our next level. And it means that we are absolutely ready for that. So guidance is always flowing through you and specific, beautiful, helpful guidance is always available to you. It just, especially in the beginning, takes a little bit of a slowing down and a tuning in. So intuition is, we're going to get into how to trust it now and your intuition and your ego and how to know what's what. So one of the most basic ways to think about it that is so true across the board is no matter what type your intuition is, your intuition is a whisper. It's a current that runs through you just like the current of life, the energies around the Tao. It's a subtle life force that flows through everything and the ego, the fear, the wounds, the scars, they are loud. So your inner voice goes, you know, what would be really fun. Let's travel the world or let's write a book or you've been drawn to learn a certain thing or drawn to start a podcast or drawn to become healthier. But the ego or the wounds or the scars go, you can't do that. That's not going to work. How are you going to make money? They're not going to follow you or that's not going to work. People like you don't become famous. People like you, you know, can't lose the weight, can't get healthy, can't heal your body. You don't have the motivation. You don't have the willpower. You have too many wounds. You'll self-sabotage, right? How many people have ever heard a voice like that? Inner poetry. That's beautiful. Yeah. So those wounds speak louder than the intuition. The intuition is going like, you're worthy. And the wounds are going, you're not worthy. See, he left you because your body's not good enough. Or see, you can't get a client. You've been doing this for a year and you still don't have your own, you don't still don't have a client. You keep saying you're going to do it, but are you going to do it? It's mean. It's a meanie. 
I once had a client that called her ego the shitty roommate (laughs) because she's like, it's like I have this really shitty roommate in my head. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm going to dive a little bit into what the ego actually is and how we can't actually get rid of it. It's a helpful tool. But the first thing, yes, Melissa, you can resonate. The first thing is realizing that intuition is a whisper and the ego yells. So that's your first indicator inside. What is the whisper? The other one is that the intuition always comes from source, which is always coming from love. It might scare you. It might be uncomfortable, but it's coming from love. It's in your highest good. It's in line with healing. Whereas the ego goes, fuck them. You cut them out of your life right now because they're not acting the way that you want them to. Or you can't do that. All those examples I was saying, there's no way you could get healthy. There's no way you could start exercising, right? You tried before you failed. It's mean, it's not helpful and it's not in love. So that right there, learning to see that your intuition is a beautiful, subtle current of love that runs through you and your ego is bitchy, is yelly, and is usually based in why you can't do something or what's going to go wrong. So you absolutely can master your intuition. And it really just takes, first of all, that realization and that owning that it's always there, which a lot of you already have. A lot of you know that this is an inner guide that runs through you. Starting to pick up on what your type is or how it feels like what it feels like when it runs through you, realizing it's coming from your soul. So then I ask you, can you rely on your intuition? And I'd be curious to know your answer. And it's okay if you go like, "Eh, I'm not totally sold yet, right? That's okay. It's a journey. And the more you lean in and the more you see what happens, the more you do learn to get to trust it. But if I said, can you rely on the guidance of your soul? Do you think that if you could hear a clear channel or there was someone you trusted that followed you around and said, the universe is telling you this now, and you knew it was authentic and real, could you trust? Did you feel like you can trust the universe? Do you feel like you can trust your soul to guide you to higher ground, to higher being, to purpose, to the way you're going to heal your body, heal your mind, call in the abundance, create and amplify your purpose and step into it? I definitely feel like if I know it's my soul speaking, I can 100% rely on it. But, oh, Marcy, that's so sweet. So Marcy says, yes, I can (laughs) because of you. (laughs) It's so cute. It's because of you, but you have been so open and receptive all of these years to all of the stuff that comes through me. (laughs) Um, And it's beautiful. So can you rely on it? If you know it's your soul, if that feels right to you, I go, heck yeah, the job now just comes the, The work now is just deciphering and learning and learning to trust. So let's dive into ego. So relying on your intuition, really to me, it's practice and trust. If you decide that, yes, I want to learn how to trust my soul. I do feel like as if I knew it was my soul speaking, I want to hear that shit. Let me know. Like, is that you? Yes. I want to hear that stuff. If I trust it is my soul and it's not some, someone telling me to spend $10,000 on this, you know, you don't think it's some scammer. Yeah. So it comes down to practice and trust at one point. The thought when I was in my eating disorder and I was starting to heal, I had this thought and I've shared this before. Some of you have heard this. I wonder what would happen when I asked, what if I was directed or what if I was guided by love? 
what do I think would happen? That was the thing my intuition like asked me in that rock bottom moment. It said, learn to love yourself and the rest would fall into place. But I immediately saw myself being guided by love. So then I thought, I wonder if I could be guided by my intuition all the time. And I actually laughed. I remember going like, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice if I had all day to sit around and meditate. And I pictured myself like, um, ah, to everything, right? Should I go to 7-Eleven? What am I going to eat for dinner? And it was like funny. It was like amplified, like Hollywood style, right? Like just sitting around with like cloth around my head and some sort of crystals everywhere. Hilarious part is that's basically my life. Maybe not the cloth on my head, but I now am guided by my intuition all the time. And it's cool to see how far you've come with certain things. Like at one point, do you think that you could have done half the shit you've done in the last couple years? Right? So just remembering that what seems uncomfortable and foreign, and we even go like, what would that even look like? You have done so many things like that before. You've left a relationship going, what is this going to look like? You've started a business. You've put yourself out there. You've gone in, you've healed, you've given up alcohol, you've whatever it is. How the hell am I going to do this? And you've pulled through every single time. So if intuition feels a little bit foreign, like being guided by it all day, every day, just know that if you trust in what I'm saying about your intuition is the language of your soul speaking through you and to you, Hey, Abby, and you decide you want to trust it then just know that that's possible to be at a point where everything can be run through your intuition and what feels good. And I know a lot of you do that as well. So the biggest thing is deciphering the ego versus the intuition so that you can rely on it, right? Cause that's it. It's like, yes, I want to trust my soul, but how do I know? And so, as I said, the first thing is that, um, the ego is always loud and the intuition is a quiet whisper. So the ego is a part of being human and we can't hate it or try to get rid of it or pretend that at one point we're not going to have it. And like, this is a lot of things. I'm like, this is passively my truth. See if it feels right. But it pisses me off when I hear we got to get rid of the intuit or we got to get rid of the ego. It doesn't piss me off when it's a client asking questions and being inquisitive, but when it's leaders and teachers and people saying you got to get rid of the ego, this is how you do it. You demolish the ego. You get rid of it. Good friggin' luck. <laughs> it's trying to get, it's like saying you're going to get rid of your brain. And when I learned to not have a brain anymore, you cannot get rid of the different centers in your brain that do certain things. You cannot get rid of the ego. It is part of the human experience. It is here for survival. It is here actually to propel us forward and make sure we don't die. The same way that animals have instinct, our ego is the same thing. Our ego, like, okay, so I always use the example of like lions in a den, right? If lions are in their den and one day a hyena comes and eats one of the young, the lions are going to forever be on guard. They may move dens, but they will forever remember that occurrence to protect themselves for next time. So if a pack of lions or a pack of elephants goes through a certain chunk of land and they find out that's hyena territory or whatever else, and one of them gets eaten, they will never go back there again. They will alter their behavior based on survival, based on making sure that they never almost die or die 
ever again. So our ego is the built-in part of our brain that remembers every little thing that has happened to us and carries almost like a bank of proof on why you can't do this and why you're unworthy and who said what about you here, which is why it's so easy to lose self-love as our ego's developing. Because for me, I was bullied very young. I learned that I was not good enough. My body was not good enough. It's not safe to be me. My ego latched onto that and created an eating disorder 10 years later because I was convinced that if my body was different, I would then be safe and I would then be worthy. I love that, Katie. 111. All right. So that is survival. So we cannot get rid of this, but we can learn to see, does that voice feel like it's trying to protect me? So the reason why the ego will chime in is because anything that is new is, oh my gosh, that's amazing, you guys. Anything that is new is deemed as unsafe. Because if you go start a business and put yourself out there, everyone might laugh at you. If you start a new exercise program, you might fail and let yourself down and that's going to suck. And if you go to an exercise class, you might be the biggest person there and they may all laugh at you. Or if you invest in this, you may get, um, like there might, it might be a shyster and they're going to take all your money. Better not invest. It's always trying <laughs> plug it in. It's always trying to protect you from doing something that is unknown, therefore scary. So anything that our brain doesn't have proof around, right? Like if you do something new, if you go out on a leap, if you invest more money than you ever have, you start a business, you start walking, you start eating more vegetarian. It's going to come in with reasons why you shouldn't, why you can't. It's going to use proof. It's going to say all these other times you try to diet, all these other times you tried to exercise, it didn't even do anything. That is your intuition, or sorry, <laughs> that is your ego. That's not your intuition. That is your ego. And your intuition is saying, you should try more vegetarian if that's what was actually right for you or moving your body or meditating. Your spirit team, your higher being is saying, find us in meditation, find us in nature. Dig deep and love yourself. Learn how to heal what you've been through because you're worth it. And the ego is going, fuck all of that. That sounds scary. That's unknown. Better not do that. That is not safe, right? So learning to tell the difference between those voices is huge. And what I learned to do and what I teach instead of trying to abolish the ego and get rid of a part of your brain, literally, like just boggles my mind that people say this still. But what I learned to do is I learned to say the stories that the ego says are false, but what it teaches us is actually helpful because it shows us where our wounds are. And if every time I'm going out on a date, I mean, I'm a married woman, so I'm not going out on dates, but if I was looking for love and every time I go on a date, I'm like, they're never going to love you because of your body. They're never going to, you don't have anything to offer to anybody or they're just going to run the other way. That just shows where I have healing left to do. And it also shows me that I'm not paying attention to my intuition in that time because the inner voice of the critic is, is much louder. So I like to say that the ego doesn't go away. But what we do is we become less interested. I really want you to hear me. 
we become less interested in getting ourselves emotionally involved with its stories. We can't get rid of the ego, but we can become less emotionally involved with it. And there's things that happen where we can catch ourselves in these moments and we can stop and go, that feels like my ego. I'm not going to hate it. I'm going to have compassion. This is born through wounds. This is born through trauma. I'm scared. That's normal. Love myself. That's normal. I understand why my ego is showing itself, but I'm choosing to not get emotionally involved in its stories right now because I want higher ground, not restricting lower ground. I want to believe more in myself, not less in myself. I want to be brave, not more scared. So breathe, know it's there. It comes from wounding. It comes because it's scared. And here's, yeah. And I'm not going to get emotionally wrapped up in its story today. Something that I realized recently, which is a little bit mind blowing to me. And I was like, this is so cool. Spirit showed me that your ego and your higher being actually want the same thing for you. Wants you to be happy. The ego just has a fucked up way of going about it. The ego tries to make you happy by keeping you very safe in a box. So think of two ways of parenting. One parent is like, go for it, girl, boy, go explore, create, get paint everywhere, climb a tree, go. And the other parent is like, oh my goodness, you stay safe, put you in a box. You can, no, you're not riding a bike. No, you're not walking or running down the street. You could fall. Both parents want what is best for their kid. It's just, they go about it on different, in different ways. So next time I know, right? Next time you hear your intuition or hear your ego, instead of hating it, instead of being like, why do I still have this thing? You go, you know what? It just wants what's best for me, but I'm choosing right now to not go that path and not emotionally involve myself with its stories. I'm going to see what my inner guide has to say about this and then get still. Yeah, I know, right? The ego wants me to be happy. It just goes about it totally differently. So then we actually start to be able to be a little bit admiring or not admiring, but like fond of our ego, like, ah. If you saw that parent, of course you could judge them, but if you had the eyes of unconditional love, you'd be like, you really want what's best for your kid. And you think that putting them in a box and protecting them from ever hurting themselves is what's best. Like without the judgment, I understand that. I get it. Who wants their kid falling out of trees, right? It chooses safety. Even when that isn't the story anymore. I know, right? Your intuition and your ego want the same thing for you. They want you to be happy, but your intuition is telling you on behalf of your soul, leap, expand, you're worth it. There's more magic here for you. And your ego is saying, don't do anything unsafe. You might get hurt. You've been hurt before. Protect, protect. And they're just two different ways of going about it. So the ego shows up as fear-filled thoughts. I love this, you guys. I'm so glad this is resonating. 
It shows up as reasons why you're not good enough, reasons why you can't do it, reasons why you shouldn't ever trust someone again. Think about if you've had mom or dad issues with trust, trusting women or men becomes hard. Maybe you've had trust issues with friends stabbing you in the back. That becomes tough. Maybe you feel like you've had the bad end of the stick or life has just thrown crap at you. It's hard to trust the universe. It's hard to trust God. It's hard to trust yourself if you feel like you've let yourself down, right? So sometimes it's showing you why you shouldn't trust people or why you shouldn't trust yourself or shouldn't trust life. The ego is saying it's never going to work. There's never enough time. There's never enough money. There's never enough support. Nobody cares. I should have done better. I could have done better. It focuses on your faults. It, it encourages you to be unforgiving because if you forgive, you're saying what happened was okay and you might let them in and get hurt again, right? The ego is also holding on to the past. Like I'm saying, everything is about the past. And you'll believe that I'm stuck with this disease, this condition, this anxiety, this weight, this unhappiness, this sadness, the fear, the guilt, the shame, the grief. Your, into, your ego is saying you're stuck with this. There's nothing we can do. My ego has had a heyday with me healing a genetic disorder that cannot be healed. You know how often in my mind it is played back the, when I'm scrolling, when I'm learning about this incurable, will get worse, cannot be cured, no cure, will get worse. Like it plays it in me. And the days when I'm like, wow, I've been processing a lot of stuff and a lot of inner trauma and my body's actually starting to feel a bit better. And it goes, no, it doesn't right now. Your rib hurts. And remember that thing about incurable and your mom didn't this and you're, and I go like, yeah. And I, and I hear you, but I'm not going to engage in your stories. I don't need that right now. Lindsay, I'm so grateful that this resonates with you. Time to love that shadow. Yeah, because the shadow is just built of trauma and of stuff that's happened and of the ego run wild. And the thing is, is we just believe in it. We believe in the ego. We think it's telling truth, but it's not. It's just trying to keep you safe. So the intuition to contrast the ego, the intuition shows up as a nudge, as a whisper, as a knowing, as a feeling, whatever your type is, it's that something more. It's the, I don't know how I know this, but I know this type thing. So what you really need to do in order to rely on it is to build your trust muscle after everything we've activated today, because that's what I do. In case you haven't heard me say this, I truly believe that yes, I'm a teacher and I'm a channel and all these things, but I'm an activator. I activate a part of you to remember because you do know this deep down. You have experienced this before you did sign up for this. So now that we've had this conversation, now that we've had this activation of, oh yeah, you're right. That is my soul speaking. I see it now. It can empower you to lean in a little more and to trust it and to practice tuning in, asking what does my inner guide have to say about this? Or as you're needing to make a decision, like feeling into it, not asking what anyone else is doing, not asking everyone, you know, what they think you should do, by the way, that's just another symptom of not trusting, right? Oh, you're so welcome. My love. Instead of that, consulting the inner guide, because here's the thing. When you ask someone else what you should do, you're just coming from a place of wanting to bounce shit off of people. But what it's really coming from is I don't trust myself and somebody else has the answers for me. 
And there's a lot of cool programs you could take. There's a lot of amazing people, but nobody has the answers for you. And when people give you advice, guess what? It's filtered through their wounds and their ego. So when you say, should I start this business? It's a self-love business. I want to be a self-love coach. Someone who has never felt like they found their purpose, or maybe they feel inadequate, or maybe they hate their job. They're going to be like, what? Nobody's going to buy that. And that's what you're going to hear. And being a sensitive being, we go, oh shit, nobody's going to buy that. But none of that is true. If your inner being is guiding you to help others to find self-love, that is a mission from source. That is love guiding you. Help others expand, be the light. But everyone else is going to filter their shit through their wounds and splurge back at you their ego because they're scared of you know, their own light and taking leaps. So you don't need to ask everybody else. It's great to have a bestie. It's great to have your soul people, of course. And we need to talk shit through, but you know, what's right for you. So really it comes down to focusing on knowing it's there, leaning in a little bit more, leaning in a little bit more and seeing what happens. Even in the first week, week of awakened intuition, if you join me, we're going to do a thing called being led and you spend the week being led. You allow yourself to be right behind life and allowing it to lead you in the way of like, what feels right here? And when you notice an inner nudge going like, go to the beach or go into the forest or have that little walk or go down here, drive this way today or go to the bookstore. And then I love going to the bookstore. I'm actually going to the bookstore today, (laughs) going to the bookstore and being led. I walk in and I go... (laughs) Like, mm, I'm that person, right? (laughs) I wonder if I could live through my intuition and I picture myself now that's what I do. I'm like, "Mm, what row is calling me? But it is always so cool, the books that present themselves to me through being led. Keep things under your hat for a while. Yeah, about sharing your stuff, totally. And I believe in that too. Like until you have that mojo, like I didn't tell a lot of the people, a lot of my family still doesn't even know what I do um, just because they're not so interested and they're not, you know, as into it. But I didn't ever say like, I'm going to go do this. I told that to my coach. I told that in group programs about starting a business. That type of thing is where I shared my heart and soul was with people that were holding that vision with me that looked at me and went, that's so cool. Good job. Not the people in my life that I knew were just going to speak to me through their wounds. So, um, I feel like I'm going all over the place, which is amazing because this is what this stuff is. It's just, there's so many levels and it's so exciting. So for today, what you guys are going to do is start noticing when you get intuitive nudges from today till tomorrow, cause we're back tomorrow at the same time and go, that was intuition. Oh, right there. That was intuition. Okay. And say it out loud. Be funny with yourself. Be goofy. What you focus on expands. So if you're going around and going like, ah, and you can't force it. If you're like, show me intuition. Like it's not your bathroom trip in the morning. (laughs) Hopefully you're not forcing anything. Anyway, um, you cannot force this to come through, but because it's a whisper, because it's a nudge, because it's a flow that moves through you, That's why we say, and spiritual teachers and whoever else say to get still, to meditate, to be in silence, to be in nature. The only reason besides all those being incredibly healing is that it creates space in your mind. And when your mind is jammed up from this to this, to this, to this, and there's noise and there's talks and there's conversations and there's clients and there's this and there's, and there's never an end. It's phone, it's TV, it's 
then we don't get to create the space we need. So we have to kind of pull life apart to create little bits of space to tune in. And one of my favorite questions is to say like, what feels right here? And if the answer is like, "Mm, I don't know, because you're trying it out. I always say, and I always ask clients, if I did know, what would I say the answer is? And so sometimes with clients are like, I don't know. I'm like, if you did know, what would you think? And they're like, and all this comes out. It's so great. So practicing your intuition for the next couple of days, I mean, ongoing forever, but between also before we meet again tomorrow and just witnessing that was intuition, calling it out, being, being thankful for it, noticing it and being patient with knowing that you are developing your gift. It's just like if you were learning a new language or learning the piano or learning anything, be patient with yourself, my love. It's in there. It's been calling you. You're way more intuitive than you realize. And more levels are waiting to be unlocked, by the way. The levels that I'm getting into now by clearing my channel and continuously working with my gifts are blowing my mind. So there's always more and it's ready for you. That next level is ready for you, for your intuition. So before tomorrow and for the next couple of days, start noticing when you get that nudge. If you do get the workbook for anybody that officially signs up, it's in my Instagram bio free. Obviously, if you sign up, you get the workbook as well as a couple of goodies that I'm throwing in and special access to awakened intuition at a reduced price. That's my five week intuitive development, third eye activation program starting in just a couple of weeks. Um, but go through the journal prompts and pull out the ones that intuitively call to you. So some of the prompts are, you know, looking back, what do, what did an intuitive nudge feel like to me? So we're calling a time that you knew it was intuition. How did I know it was intuition or looking back? How do, why do I think it was intuition now? What is the overall tone and feel of my intuition? What is the tone and feel of my ego? after talking about the ego and what's the difference, just these beautiful prompts. There's a whole bunch more as well to go through and just keep unpacking the stuff we're talking about today, which will really help you to give you the confidence to know that you can rely on it because you can rely on yourself. You can rely on your higher being in a world where we cannot rely on anyone. I mean, we all have people, hopefully that we love that are good to us that we can rely on. But really, when it comes down to it, we are the one that is going to honor us, that is going to guide us, that is going to nurture us. That's why your inner being has called you to eat a little bit more plant foods or get your body moving a little bit more, not from the ego, which goes do it because you're lazy or because you're fat or because you have to. The intuition is going, no, we love us. We love you. So keep drinking water and maybe you should stretch between clients and a morning practice would feel so yummy. It's because it wants you to feel as good as possible. Experience that joy, experience that presentness with yourself and your intuition. It's a good thing. It's not guiding you out of shoulds. It's not guiding you because you're not enough. It's actually, I love myself so deeply that I want to show up for myself that's where your intuition guides you. And it knows you want to start the business or it want because it knows your soul blueprint. It knows you want to heal. It knows you want to be more connected to yourself, to the people around you. You want to develop your abilities. You want to help others. You want to get super healthy and abundant. You want to be rolling in all the money and not have money be an issue. It knows that. 
And by listening to these things, like maybe it's been guiding you to a morning practice or to meditation because your intuition's calling you. Maybe it's been guiding you to put your feet on the earth because you need grounding to be able to hear your intuition more clearly. Maybe it's been guiding you to go into the forest, to go into nature, because nature is where you're going to access these higher knowings, these levels of healing, these levels of guidance that you've been searching for which leads you to know yourself better, to make these bold moves and ultimately manifest the things you've been wanting. Our experience, the last thing I'm going to say, I'm going to wrap up our experience here as old souls, as empaths, as highly sensitive beings, it's a journey of self mastery. I say this all the time. Manifestation mastery is self mastery, especially for us. So your intuition is a massive part of mastering yourself, getting to trust yourself the way you wish you could have trusted other people, trusting yourself and giving yourself that love and knowing what's best for yourself. So no matter what happens in life, no matter where you go, no matter who does what to you, you come back home to you and your inner guide. And you know how to connect with you and you know what foods your body wants and you know how you want to show up in this world and help others because it comes from inside. No one can come along and be like, oh, you're supposed to be an accountant. Oh, you're supposed to do this. And you're like, what? Really? Your inner guide knows. So if you feel a little bit lost or you feel like you're lacking clarity, I bet life is calling you to just slow down and pay attention to this inner guide that is guiding you all the time. So I love you. I hope that this activated something beautiful in you. Make sure to come back and tune in for day two. If you want to grab the workbook, the link is in the Instagram bio, and I will leave that up for you so you can grab the workbook at any time. And Awakened Intuition registration open today, like right now, like as I've been live, it's open. If you did sign up for Inner Guide, there's a special link to save some money. And if you have been through Awakened Intuition before, which some of you have, and you want a refresher, there's also also a special rate for you as well. So just reach out if you um, are looking for this, if you feel like you're ready to go on a five-week journey of developing your gifts, one that nobody leaves the same after this program. It is so incredible. I'm so proud of it. It's such a co-creation with me and spirit, and I'm really excited to have you in it if it calls to you, if your inner guide is directing you to it. Okay. Love you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Have such a good day. Sending you so much love. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot. And I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her Daily Practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her Manifesting Apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out, and I'll see you in the next episode.